what's up everybody this is andy b and you're listening to episode three of the andy b broke show hey what's up everybody this is andy b hope you're having a fantastic wednesday i know i am because wait for it avengers endgame is being re-released in theaters with post-credit scenes Y'all know I'm about to drop a hundred bucks just to take my family back and see it. Now, to those who are not Marvel fans, you probably don't think this is a big deal. It's okay. The world goes on. It's whatever. But to those of you who are, I'm ready to see you back in theaters. I'm so pumped. There is nothing like watching a Marvel movie with a pumped theater. Like... It's probably the only time I'm ever, like, collectively friendly to a bunch of strangers. Because we all love Iron Man 3000. And if you haven't watched my Instagram story or you just have been avoiding Twitter for the past week, then you probably don't know. Kevin Feige, the MCU, is trying to recruit Keanu Reeves. The debate that they're trying to have is they don't know what specific character he would play. I personally would just be fine with Keanu Reeves being... Keanu Reeves in the MCU. Whatever the case may be, looking forward to another 10 years of the MCU. Ready for Spider-Man to come out as well. Super pumped to see what we're going to do with that. Now the speculation with Spider-Man is that they're supposed to be bringing in the concept of multi-dimensional like realities. And if you've been following the MCU for the past 10 years, you know that this concept was first introduced in Doctor Strange. Now, this is just my theory. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying it'd be a smart move. But I truly believe, if you haven't heard me say it before, I truly believe having a multi-dimensional reality, like having that whole concept, can easily, easily be a gateway to introducing the characters that Disney acquired from Fox, that is the X-Men and Deadpool. Honestly, I'm just super stoked about the next 10 years. Truly, growing up with these characters, seeing them come to life, it's really just a spectacular thing to witness. But you're not here to hear me talk about the MCU. We're here to talk about my side hustles, breaking it down to how I started, as well as why I'm doing it. Now, let's get into the show. So I'm going to take a few minutes to explain how I started my own version of flip life. If you don't know what flip life is, it basically is a matter of acquiring products or goods, whether that's through the clearance section or going garage sailing, or maybe it's just random stuff that you find around your house like I do, and flipping it for extra cash. I started at the end of my freshman year of college. Um, Just throughout the year, I kind of saw that I really didn't use certain things anymore whether it was my Eno maybe it was just random college decor that I never ended up putting up on my walls um all sorts of stuff and I thought to myself well I can't sell this at a garage sale because you'll have people because it's a garage sale who will continue to negotiate until they break the price down to where you don't really make a profit. But honestly, that's just a part of the garage sailing culture. And so I had to figure out, okay, where is a place that I can sell really good products that have been gently used where, you know, it could just be 
quick and easy to get rid of. And then I encountered Facebook Marketplace. I had started using Facebook Marketplace in 2017. It had first launched back in 2016. So it was still relatively new. It's not the way it is now. But after trying it, I ended up selling a refurbished iPad as well as my Eno that I never used. And it just was quick and easy. And so after doing that, I didn't really think about actually flipping stuff around my house because the thought had never occurred to me. But my sophomore year of college, I made some weird financial decisions. And because of that, I ended up finding myself having to do a lot of odd jobs as well as find a lot of side hustles that most young people my age would not and ever choose to do. A lot of these jobs include being a t-shirt rep for a t-shirt company in New York. I was also a student assistant for the Brooks Center of Performing Arts. And I was also a background actor for an HBO series, as we've already mentioned before. There were other odd jobs that I did, including working at the Super Bowl in Atlanta this year. Um, great experience but it was a lot of work. It was really just a matter of hustling. And so a lot of people thought I was crazy. And don't get me wrong, they have every right to think that I'm crazy. But I'm beginning to realize that after two years going into college, the people who share my background have never really been able to do these things that I've done. And that's not necessarily me bragging. That's me saying, yeah, I get to do all these things, but there's also many things that I don't get to do that you would typically find in traditional college experience, whether that's studying abroad, maybe it's going on a missions trip, maybe it's joining an organization or taking on a leadership position that you're really fit for. A lot of these things are great opportunities, um, but it comes at a sacrifice. You just can't do both. You have to do one or the other. And for me, in terms of where I am and the season that I'm in right now, those things are just not where I need to be. So now we're gonna get into why I'm actually doing this. One of the reasons why I'm doing this is, one, to be minimalist. If I can practice minimalism while I'm still in college and I don't have a huge number of student loan debt hanging over my head yet, then how much easier is it really gonna be once that does happen? What I mean by that is, Practicing just not spending money on dumb crap like another pair of shoes or another ticket to the movies or another pair of very nice pants. Just all this different. Just really being intentional about where your money is going. Essentially, if you want to get old school about it, it's just learning how to budget. Another reason why I'm doing this is it's pretty practical. I mean... The fact that I can sell stuff that has been sitting in my place for over a year and it still has value, like, how more practical can it get? And if I can do it, then anyone really can do it. So it's really just a matter of being as productive with my time as possible. Now, that's just flipping stuff. When it comes to the other side hustles, whether it's background acting or working at the restaurant that I do now, it's honestly just getting different kinds of work experiences. I've always been one who gets easily bored doing the same thing over and over and over again. And so for me, it's just my 
it's it's just my gear really <laughs> it's me exercising that gear of learning new things another reason why i'm doing this is that it is so easy and it's never been easier like imagine trying to do this 10 years ago really guys this is it's just it's so practical it just it really frustrates me and trust me i'm very compassionate because i used to be this way too but it really frustrates me when I have people of all ages surrounding me and complaining, just complaining, just complaining, complaining, complaining about how they wish they had this. But they're not willing to sacrifice their lifestyle in order to get that very thing that they want. It's like if you want to go to Disney World and you can't afford to go to Disney World, why don't you cut all of your Netflix, your Hulu, your ESPN, your Spotify subscriptions for like a year? That'll save you a lot of money, y'all. I know it sounds like I'm getting fired up and trust me, I'm not. I'm just, I'm really passionate about this because... I grew up thinking if I bought this pair of shoes or I rooted for this particular team or I listened to this kind of music or I went to this for vacation and I took the most perfect Instagram picture with the right hashtags and the right fire caption that I would get enough likes to bring me happiness. And the truth is, is that it's complete trash and ludicrous. If anything, those things that I had just listed at the top of my head were things that I decided to do in order to fit in, in order to impress people, in order to satisfy other people's opinions, and not really for myself. That's the truth. And I'm learning really hard right now that that's just ludicrous. It's not who I am. It doesn't bring me happiness. And even if I was accepted into a certain group of people, it really just doesn't bring me joy. So the ultimate reason why I'm doing this is while I'm in the short term, I want to make long-term investments. What I mean by that is I'm done with making the short term, oh, let me just impress a few people. Let me just like try to be friends with this group. Let me try to fit in you know, while I'm here totally take my focus off of that and fully maximize and crunch down on my long-term goals. And that for me is to get out of student loan debt as soon as possible, pay my parents back for all that they've sacrificed in order to put me through college, and then also save and invest in order to maybe possibly start a small business. So yeah, that's why I'm hustling. I'm not saying it's for everyone, but it's easy for anyone to get into. And that's the end of episode three. Next week on episode four, we're going to be interviewing my sister who had just gotten back from Costa Rica. We're going to be talking about how she raised money in order to go to Costa Rica, what she learned and experienced there, as well as learning some practical ways in order to raise money in order to have those kinds of experiences. Thank you guys for listening. This is Andy B.